welcome to another episode of the Beginning Spanish Podcast. I'm Dr. Todd Mack from Hillsdale College, and today is Monday, February 11th, 2019. Today in class, we introduced the subjunctive. Today in class, we discussed the subjunctive. This is our first introduction to the subjunctive uh, for my students in Spanish 102. And you just kind of have to buckle up. The subjunctive is maybe something you've heard about. Maybe it's something you're afraid of. Maybe it's something people have told you horror stories about. Uh, and the truth is, um, it's not the most complicated thing in the world, but it's also not the easiest thing in the world. So if you've ever uh, maybe tried to learn the subjunctive uh, or you're in the process of learning it, um, hopefully we'll be able to shed some light on this. So the first thing you have to recognize is that the subjunctive is not a tense. It's a mood. So tense has to do with time, and uh, so I can speak in the present tense or the past tense in Spanish. If I'm talking in the past tense, I might be using the preterite or the imperfect or one of the other past tenses. I can also speak in the future tense. I can use a compound future or a simple future. Those are all verb tenses. But in Spanish, there's only two moods, really. There's a, uh, two main moods. You have the subjunctive mood and the indicative mood. Um, and... Basically, at its very broadest, uh, we would say that we use the subjunctive to talk about subjectivity, and we use the indicative to talk about objectivity. Now, the indicative is basically what you've learned up until now. So present tense verbs, that's called present tense indicative. Uh, the preterite and the imperfect, those are both indicative mood uh, uh, conjugations. Uh, and so now we're going to talk about the the Spanish subjunctive. And um, uh, the best way for me to think about the difference between the indicative, which indicates objectivity, and the subjunctive, which indicates subjectivity, are a couple of acronyms. The first one is TAC. So objectivity, we use the indicative when we're expressing TAC, which would be truth, affirmation, certainty, and knowledge. And we use the subjunctive to express subjectivity, and the way that you know that you're talking about subjectivity is uh, that we use Jedi. So you've got judgment, emotion, denial, doubt, uh, or desire, and influence. Okay, so those are the th those are the three things. So the indicative, we use tack, truth, affirmation, certainty, and knowledge, and for the subjunctive, we use uh, Jedi, judgment, emotion denial, doubt, uh, or desire, and influence. So there are a bunch of subrules and different contexts that we're going to look at, but at, at its very broadest, when we talk about the subjunctive, we're talking about expressing subjectivity. We're, we're going to use it in cases where we're expressing judgment, emotion, doubt, denial, desire, and influence. Okay. Um, just a quick little side note here. Uh, a lot of people say that the subjunctive doesn't exist in English. That's not exactly true. Uh, the problem is that the subjunctive often sort of hides behind uh, regular indicative verbs uh, in English. So I might say, uh, I run, but he runs, right? So that's the conjugation of the verb to run in English. I would say, I run, he runs. But if I add some subjectivity to this sentence by saying, like, it's impor it is important that then technically I should say it is important that he run, not it is important that he runs. And uh, in that case, 
like it is important that he run to the store or it is important that he go to the store not it is important that he goes to the store in that case i'm actually expressing subjectivity uh and uh and i would use the subjunctive in english it's different uh, the verb conjugation changes even though most people don't do it uh so um kind of crazy but totally awesome uh so now let's talk about forming the subjunctive so when you form the subjunctive you're going to use basically what you were doing to make command forms in the usted, ustedes, and the negative to and negative vosotros command forms, that's the subjunctive. So the way you do it is you take the present tense indicative, so the regular old present tense form of the verb, and you take the yo form of that. So if I have the verb hablar, then I would say hablo, and then I drop the o, and I add the opposite ending. If it's an ar verb, I'm going to add an e. If it's an er verb or an ir verb, I'm going to add an a. So... Uh, like the verb hablar, I would take yo hablo, drop the o, and add the opposite ending. So it would be yo hable, tu hables, el hable, uh, nosotros hablemos, vosotros habléis, ellos hablen. So you have to start with the first person indicative. It seems like you just dropped the ar, er, or ir ending, but that's not the case. Because if you take a verb like hacer, uh, the yo form in the present tense indicative is hago, yo hago, I make or I do. Uh, and so if I do ago, then I drop the O and add the opposite ending. It's an ER verb, so I have to have an, add an A. So I would say, yo haga, tu hagas, el haga, nosotros hagamos, vosotros hagáis, ellos hagan. Okay? Um, and you have to adjust for spelling for verbs that end in car, gar, and zar. So like buscar, B-U-S-C-A-R, uh, in the yo form, in the present tense indicative, would be busco. I would drop the O, and it's an AR verb, so I would need to add an E. So I would spell it B-U-S-C-E and say busque, but but that doesn't spell busque. It spells buste, uh, and so I have to change the C to a Q-U. So verbs that end in car, like buscar, uh, I have to drop the C and add Q-U because I'm adding an E to the end of that, and I don't want it to say th. I want it to say tsk. Okay. Uh, or car, uh, que, not se. Uh, and then verbs like cargar or jugar, uh, you would take the, uh, if you take jugar, which is a super common verb, take the yo form, yo juego, drop the yo, add the opposite ending, would be juegue. But in order to make that G hard, I have to drop, uh, I have to drop in a U. So it's J-U-E-G-U-E, -E, juegue. Juegue. And lanzar, uh, verbs that end in zar, Z-A-R, uh, you uh, drop the Z and turn it into a C. So it would be like lanzar, uh, yo lance, in the subjunctives. Take lanzo, uh, I throw, uh, and then drop the O, add an E. It would be L-A-N-Z-E, but we don't do that spelling in Spanish. We drop the Z and make it a C. So verbs that end in car, gar, and zar. And those verbs, we don't really consider them irregulars because they follow all the rules of Spanish. But there are some true irregulars. There's a, a fair number of them. Some of the most important ones are dar. So dar, uh, you get yo de, tu des, uh, el de, nosotros demos, vosotros deis, ellos den. Estar, you have uh, este, estes, este, estemos, estéis, estén. Ir is vaya. Vaya, vayas, vaya, vayamos, vayáis, vayan. Saber. Uh, you get uh, sepa, 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 sepamos, sepais, sepan. Ser, you get sea, 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 seamos, seáis, sean, sea, S-E-A. 
and haber, you get haya, H-A-Y-A. Haya, hayas, haya, hayamos, hayais, hayan. Uh, so, when do you use the subjunctive? Um, you're going to use the subjunctive in contexts uh, where you're expressing, as we said, judgment, emotion, desire, doubt, uh, denial, and influence. Okay. So, but it's not that simple. There's a few things that you need to do. So the very first thing you need to do if you're asking yourself if you need to use a subjunctive is how many conjugated verbs are there? If there is only one conjugated verb, you're going to use the subjunctive. Now, there are a few cases where the, that are exceptions to that, and we'll deal with them later. But for now, if there's only one conjugated verb in a sentence, you're always going to use the indicative. So if I say something like, I want to get good grades, in that sentence, I have one conjugated verb, I want. To get is an infinitive verb. So there's only one truly conjugated verb in that sentence, so I can't use the subjunctive. I'm just going to say, quiero obtener buenas notas. Uh, but you say, Dr. Mac, but I'm expressing uh, desire. I say, I know. But if there's only one conjugated verb, regardless of what you're expressing, <laughs> you're going to use uh, the indicative and say, quiero sacar buenas notas. Okay? She desires to play. Uh, ella desea jugar. Okay? That second verb in both of those cases is not conjugated. It's in the infinitive. So there can be two verbs, but only one. But if there's only one conjugated verb and the other one's in the infinitive, then we're just going to use the indicative. Okay. So if you truly have two conjugated verbs, uh, then in Spanish they're likely going to be connected with K. And then you have to look at both of those verbs and you have to look at the subject of those verbs and the subjects have to be different. So step number one, look at the verbs. If there's only one conjugated verb, use the indicative. If there's two conjugated verbs, go to step two. Step two says, if there are two conjugated verbs, look at the subjects. If the subjects are the same, then you're going to use the indicative, not the subjunctive. Okay, so I this is a super common thing. Uh, I will say something like, I hope I win. See, in English, there's two conjugated verbs there. I hope I win. But the subject is the same. On the one side, it's I hope, and on the other side, it's I win. So I can't use the subjunctive in that case. Even though there are two conjugated verbs and I'm expressing uh, desire, I can't use the subjunctive because I only have one subject. So in Spanish, the way I would do this is I would change the second one just into the infinitive, and I would say I hope to win. And then, and then I'm back to step one, right? Espero ganar. Okay? So if there are two conjugated verbs and the subjects are different, and then you have to ask yourself, am I expressing judgment, emotion, doubt, uh, desire, uh, denial, or influence, then I'll use the indicative on the first verb. That's what we call the subjunctive trigger, and the subjunctive on the second verb, okay? So I have a sentence here like, it is good that you eat. It is good that you eat. So is, is. There's a conjugative verb there, and you eat. I have two verbs, uh, and they're different. They have different subjects. So I would say, es bueno que comas. That, that that we often find in these sentences, that's expressed with the word que. So es bueno que comas. The first half is going to be in the indicative, the second half in the subjunctive. It is a good idea to brush your teeth. Es, uh, or it is a good idea that you brush your teeth. Es una buena idea que... Te laves la boca. 
Now, I could also say it is a good idea to brush your teeth. Es una buena idea lavarte la boca, for example. Or es buena idea lavarte la boca. But if I want to say it is a good idea that you brush your teeth, I would say es buena idea que te laves la boca. So that word que is really important. Uh, it's kind of an indicator. It signals to us that there's going to be a new subject coming up. And when that new subject comes up, then we're going to use the subjunctive. Uh, so here are some other um, some other common ones. Uh, it is sad that you aren't here. Es triste que no estés aquí, subjunctive. I am angry that you are reading that book. Me enoja que leas este libro. I hope you win. Espero que ganes. She wants you to play. Ella quiere que juegues, subjunctive. We insist that you study. We insist that you study. See, two different subjects. Uh, connected by que, expressing influence, insistimos en que estudies. Uh, you permit me to eat. Tú permites que yo coma. My parents prohibit me from singing. Mis padres prohíben que yo cante. I want him to go to the movie. Quiero que él vaya a la película. And that verb ir in the subjunctive is going to be vaya. She desires that you speak to her. Ella desea que le hables. I am asking you to go out with me. Estoy pidiendo que salgas conmigo. Salgas, what is that? Salir is the verb. The yo form of salir is salgo. It's an IR verb, so I drop the yo and add an a. Salga, 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 salgamos, salgáis, salgan. And that's, uh, that's going to do for an introduction to the subjunctive. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If you find the show helpful, I encourage you to go to anchor.fm slash beginningspanish and offer a monthly donation. Uh, that's also where you can find links to anything I've talked about in the show. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app of choice, and please recommend this podcast to your friends. Feel free to reach out with questions or feedback by finding me on Twitter at Todd K. Mac or emailing me at tmac at hillsdale.edu. If you enjoyed the podcast, you might also like my other shows. This semester, I have one on philosophy and fiction in modern Spain and one on the hero's journey in masterpieces of film. Until next time, so long. Mm-hmm.